Ma'am. Yes, you all come on in. Come on in. Let everybody know that we are live with Lieutenant Colonel Leslie Lattimore Lorefield. Hopefully that'll yes. be temporary and we'll see a bird one day in the future. Amen. Yes, girl. With the <laughs> eagles. You know you already fly there. <laughs> yes, you all come on in. Come on in as we are live on a another episode, episode number 10 of Who Wouldn't Serve a God Like This? That is so exciting. That is so exciting. And we have none other than my featured guest, Lieutenant Colonel Leslie Lattimore Lorefield. She is a uh, Lieutenant Colonel in the U.S. Army. You all gather your friends, gather your family around, go get your people who you know who are parents, those <laughs> mothers, those who are having some issues with organizing their life. This is the day that lives are changed. Chains Amen. are going to be broken. Yes. So let's do it. So I want to welcome each and every one of you. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning, wherever you may be joining us from live, whether it's on YouTube or Facebook live. We just want to take out time to welcome each and every one of you. If you will go ahead and uh, join my private Facebook group, Broken Pieces to Peace. We will be able to see your comments live as they come in. Okay, so that's the first thing. So I definitely want to welcome each and every one of you here for episode number ten. Episode number ten of Who Wouldn't Serve a God Like This? Where it is my mission and my desire and my goal to share with the world the crisis that God or the traumas that God has allowed in our lives. And those triggers, those triggers or those defining moments that is or was used to strengthen our faith, right? And then those triumphs or those victories that we've experienced to above all glorify God and help others. This is what we are here for, all right? And so it is my honor and my privilege to have none other than my featured special guest today. She's my sister from another mister. Yes. yes, she is Luke, Lieutenant Colonel Leslie Lattimore Lorefield. She's a native of Washington, D.C. She has received her commission as second lieutenant from St. Paul's College in Lawrenceville, Louis, uh, Lawrenceville Virginia. Sorry. Yep, the other After completing the AMEDD officer basic course. She, she was also assigned to Fort Hood, Texas, where she served as a treatment and ambulance platoon leader. She then served, I'm not even going to read all of her accolades. Oh, oh my okay. goodness. They Fast could plaster the whole wall. The most important part, all the way at the bottom. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. She is, uh, she's married to one husband. Glory to God. Glory to God. <laughs> Lieutenant Colonel Herbert Lorefields, and they have not one, not two, not three, but 12. She has a tribe of 12. You hear? Tribe of 12. Whoo, glory to God. She has a tribe of 12. She has 12 children. Avery, 25. 
Drew Landa, 22. Uh, Letitia, Letitia. Letitia. Thank you very much. Sorry for uh, messing that up. 21. Antoinette, 17. 19. Right? 19. Okay, 19. Darius, 14. 17. 17. Okay, I'm messing up. Darius, 17. Jessica, 15. Krista, 13. Elijah, 11. Layla, 9. Hope, you know. You know. This is my girl right here. Hope, she's 6. And Lance is three. Jeremiah two. is two. And Lance just turned four <laughs> since that bio was written. Yes, ma'am. Wow. Dad. So they range from 25 to two. And oh, so then he just turned 26. So yeah, now it's 26 and two. See how much changed? Like just that quick. Just that quick. Mercy, mercy, mercy. <laughs> and on top of that, if that's not enough to handle, they even have a dog. We have a dog. Actually, we have two. We have my daughter's dog. So I am a glam fur mom. Okay. <laughs> and then I have my dog, my Shih Tzu, my Foxy, who's actually with my daughter at college. I'm like, really? Bring her back. Oh, <laughs> yes. Fantastic. So uh, not only that, if, if having 12 children and a, and a senior officer in the military is not enough, thank you so much for your service. Her husband is also a lieutenant colonel in uh, the U.S. Army as well. So, my goodness, if that's not enough, she's also a certified speaker, trainer, and coach with John C. Maxwell team. And she is also the founder and CEO of Girl Organize That Life. Girl Organize That Life. Yes, honey. So. <laughs> My goodness, she has a number of accolades that could wallpaper an entire wall, okay? And look at her. She's just as beautiful. Oh, when do you have time to be beautiful like that? You know, you just got to make time. Absolutely. So with that said, Lieutenant Colonel Lorefield, what was that thing that happened to you? as we, you know, help people with their broken pieces and take them into a life of peace. What was that thing that happened to you, that traumatic thing that God allowed in your life? Mm. Oh, that's a loaded question. Um, I've had more than one thing, but the first thing I would start with, because this was my beginning, my foundation yeah. into womanhood without me even knowing, Wow. As a little girl, I grew up in a very abusive home between my parents. Mm -hmm. And a lot of things I did not realize how it shaped me until I became an adult. Wow. Even, you know, navigating through my own relationship and filtering what's okay and what's not okay. And, you know, just developing as a young woman and what to accept and what not to accept. And right recognizing different things because a lot of people fail to realize too it's not just physical abuse there's the verbal there's the mental there's the emotional and so all of that you know i watched as a child and as a grown woman now um you know i struggled with that in terms of just ensuring that i don't experience it or have my kids uh, subjected to it 
Um, and that if there is something that's going to the left or we push the envelope in some way that we go back to a place of, okay, wait, this is not okay. Sure. But he, I think, identifying it, mm -hmm. Absolutely. facing it, you know, accepting what happened to you, you can't change it. Mm -hmm. You can change how you navigate through life. And instead of letting it be like a woe is me and why did this happen to me? Because we can do that. We can absolutely go there. Um, but I think God builds us to go through certain things um, because we're strong enough to go through it, get through it, and then, then become a testimony. But I would tell you, you know, 1986, I was 11 years old. And that year absolutely changed how I saw the world. That was the worst physical altercation between my parents I had ever seen that almost wow. resulted in a death. Wow. And I'm 11 watching this. Wow. You know, and so, you know, alcoholism, things like that. So I would just, I would just submit to parents in particular, those that are listening under the sound of my voice, let's make sure we're healthy and that we make wise and sound decisions. And that if you are in a situation where it is going to have a possible lifelong adverse effect on mm. your children, mm. you have to decide to make some type of change. Absolutely. Um, and I think a lot of times, too, I'm going to segue just a little bit here. When we go to get married, if we're courting someone or what have you, you know, the first thing is she's uh, she's cute. He's handsome. We have chemistry, all this and that and the third. And they have a degree or whatever, whatever your criteria is. But did we ask God? Huh. God, yeah, what say about this is this who you have for me do we seek his permission to go for lord have mercy i'm trying to tell you you know and so as a young person myself you know i didn't i didn't do that most mm. people and so i would just say going forward seek him and ask him <laughs> absolutely save a lot of heartache in the end you know say that again it it, it will save a lot of heartache <laughs> You know, seek God, seek his guidance. Even with the and, and he tells us along the way. He gives he you alert. He gives you those um Holy Ghost alerts. And if you don't listen and and what will happen, you will you're gonna reap the consequences. Yeah. Yeah. Of being disobedient. I um though most children sometimes irrespective of the situation. They want their parents to stay together. Right. We had moments that like that, but then my mom, I remember it like it was yesterday. I was still eleven, and she had picked me up from school early, and she had this green Volkswagen, and it was packed. We had a green Volkswagen too. Remember those buggies, punch buggies? We did. But it was packed from the top to the bottom, from the back to the front. It had just enough room for me to sit in the passenger seat. Wow. So when my mom picked me up, I said, what happened now? Wow. She had Were you an me. only child or how many children? I, I am my mom's only child. I have two brothers on my dad's side that are younger than me. One is 10 wow. years younger and the other is like 15 years younger, something like that. Okay. So um, you just were fruitful and multiplied for your mom and dad. Yeah, and everybody. My mom is so cool. <laughs> and unfortunately, 
my dad has passed on, God rest his soul. What I will say, you know, through all of that trauma, of course, it strained my relationship with him. And I went through the whole parents got divorced, dad divorced me too type situation. And then mm. started questioning myself, well, what did I do wrong as a kid? And why doesn't my dad want to come? You know, so he was he was absent from my life a lot. But I still want a praise report to tell. Come on now. Five years of his life, we had made peace with everything, and we had the best relationship ever. Um, I, 2006, last year he was alive. I spoke to him. Let me see. I had my daughter May 19th. He came down to Williamsburg, which is a few hours from where he lived, on May 27th to see my daughter. I talked to him June 3rd, and he died on June 4th. Wow. I buried him on June 10th. Wow, that's this happened. But what I can say is during his homegoing, I had peace. People probably couldn't understand why I wasn't, you know, falling out and all this other stuff. Because I had peace with my dad. We, we were in a place. The last conversation we had, he said, baby girl, I'm taking me a good old fashioned nap. And he said he loved me. I said, I love you too, daddy. And I'll talk to you later. That was our very last conversation. Wow. Wow. Yeah, God is that kind of guy. He will prep you and he will prepare you for the end yeah he will do it because you know that was uh, the similar thing that happened you know with my father as well mm-hmm. the last you know years of his life then i was blessed to come into his life and we had an amazing relationship as yeah. well yeah, yeah. It, it was a sudden death it was a car accident he was only 50 years young what? I, I got the call 120 in the morning i'm out yeah i just talked to him and my mom calls. She's hysterical. I'm trying to make out what she's saying. He's gone. He's gone. I'm like, who's gone? She's like, your dad. I'm like, what? You know, so it, it, it happened that way. And, and he fact, wasn't sick or anything. Hmm? He was not sick. I mean, he had ailments, but nothing like that. No, I, right. you know, he had been diagnosed with colon cancer maybe, you know, like 10 years before that or something. So I'm thinking, oh, he's either, if he passes, he's, he's either going to die from that or diabetes or high blood pressure, you know. Sure. You know, car accident and i mean that of course has forever changed my life mm-hmm. but ironically 2015 myself and six of my kids we were in a very similar type accident wow but god, but god. you better tell that story you better say it again not one scratch say it again we just went to the hospital for a formality that's it not because anything was wrong and the crazy part, I'm driving. We're going 70 miles an hour on the highway. I'm in the left lane. There's this little, I'm driving a Suburban. You know, me and my kids, we were coming from my mom's house. It was three days after Christmas. And I'm driving, and there's this little white car on the right lane, in the right lane. And it was like, her eyes were open, but like she was asleep at the wheel. And I said, oh, my God, if I hit the car, it's, uh-oh. Can you see me? Can you see me? Can you see me? Yes, I see you. Okay, good. If I hit the car, it's going to crush her. Wow. So, in effort to avoid her, the little tiny white car, we scissored out of control, hit a median, went airborne, landed, flipped five times for grace. Wow. But here's the thing. People say they've heard audible voices from God. Whatever. I had never experienced it until that day. Wow. Like I'm talking to you now. Just wow. hang on. It's not time yet. <sighs> what you say? Whoop. 
Just hang on. It's not time yet. Hey, Miss Betty. Hey, Betty. It's not time yet. That's what the Holy Spirit said. It's not time. So wow. I held on to my stern wheel. And the thing wow. is, my son, who was 12 at the time, when we, of course, you know, we land and all that stuff, he says, Mommy, I held on to the side like Superman so I wouldn't crush Hope and um, Jessica. He's 12, conceptualizing this. And I didn't know, unbeknownst to me, my my nine-year-old took out took the seven-month-old out her car seat because she was screaming. I don't know this is happening. I just hear her screaming. But when we landed, I looked back and I said, how's Hope in Jessica's arms? I didn't find out until the hospital that she had just took her out of the car seat. My nine-year-old Ooh. saved my seven-month-old at the time, who's now six, saved her. She was her seatbelt. Now? What? <sighs> We all walked away. All airbags deployed, windows shattered, horrific. I'm going to send you a picture of my truck. Telling it is one thing, seeing the pictures is something totally different. I couldn't believe it. But I could believe it because the Holy Spirit had just told me, hang on, it's not time yet. Come on now. Come on now. Won't he do it? Live today. And it gets better. It gets better. Three years later. Come on. My son. Vehicular accident, head-on collision. They had to cut him out the car. He gets to the hospital. I get a call at work. I get to the hospital. I'm like, oh, God. It was horrific. Horrific. Day two, the physicians say, well, you guys have the option of taking him off the vent. So, of course, my normal reaction, I'm distraught. And I'm, oh, my God. I said, oh, no, my, uh-uh, I'm not doing this. I told God, I said, God, I am not ready to bury my son. And right. I need you to turn that around right now. And I pray every day. And I had ridiculous faith. My son, who just turned 26. Come on now. Later, down there in North Carolina. Come on now. Eating, eating driving, working. What? Won't he do it? He calls me every day. And they who wouldn't serve God like that? Who wouldn't serve a God like this? And they trying to take his take him off the bit. They gave me the option. I said, no, I'm not taking that option. I'm gonna come on. Come on. I have ridiculous faith, and I'm calling it into the atmosphere. My son will live, and not only will he live, he will recover. There were three options. Oh he either supposed to have died. Or he would have been in a coma. Or if he came out of the coma, he was supposed to be a vegetable. He has what he had was called a diffused axle injury, DAI. Y'all can look it up for yourself. Those are usually the outcomes. But God. But God. Because he got plans for this family. Yes. 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 That's eight people he spared in one house. My God. Come on now. Come on now. So when I go do something now, when I go do something, you know, I go through, I deal, da, 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 but I'm like, but God, go back to 2015. But God, go yeah, back yeah. to 2018. You're still here. My God. Yeah, yeah. Come You're on still now. Here. See, everybody want to call my phone. We're on this broadcast. They want to keep, don't call me later. That's They'll right. Later. We're in the zone. The devil is a lie. But God. <laughs> But God. So those who are listening, if y'all don't believe, oh my God, he is real as real can be. I'm a living witness over and over and over again. All you have to do, he said, all you need is what? Mustard seed. The faith, the size of a mustard seed. That's it. You don't need no whole mountain of faith. You don't need all these different people. He gave you what you need. 
mustard seed faith. And all he does is gives us opportunities to call on him mm. and let him show himself strong. That's all he does. And he did that impossible. God said, I'm possible. I got the last say. Your baby got purpose. He's going to be on platforms telling his story about, yeah, I used to be a knucklehead. I didn't make the best decisions. Young black boys don't do like I used to do. Yes. Now he's so wise now. Wow. It takes something fierce. Absolutely. Whatever he has to do in order to save your soul, he will do it. He's going to do it. He will do it. And 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 if the alarms don't, those loud alarms don't get your attention, they're going to get louder and louder. Louder and louder. My son, he was, you know, uh, he probably going to fuss me out, but I, uh, it's going to be his testimony. But he was not the safest driver. I'm like, Avery, honey, you can't be speeding like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I promise you, he's looking at the speed saying, mm-mm. <laughs> and we're not quite sure we still don't have the details as to what happened um but the bottom line is it, it this experience certainly has taught him a lot and we were just talking yesterday he was like mom i've learned so much from my decisions and i'm just so grateful to god to have this type of fruitful conversation with my baby because yeah. he was the one he was the envelope pusher i had a couple of them you know yeah he was one of my envelope pushers but i tell sure. you what I look forward to his FaceTime call, text message, whatever it is, every single day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Look at God. Look at God. And so if you just submit to his will and just whatever he has to do, Lord, to save me, do that. He did. This little girl from Southeast D.C., I'm not supposed to be here. Mm. I defy all kinds of odds. I'm not supposed to be here, but no, God gave my mom fortitude, strength. It was the bitter winter. She had 36 cents in her pocket. Remember back in the day you had to pay phone and you yeah, had yeah. five cents. She yeah. had 36 cents enough to call my godmother to get her out of the hell she was going through. Wow. So from that, and this is all the transition with my dad and I'm getting ready to separate, blah, blah, blah. But we went from. At one point, we were in a homeless shelter, so I know what that's like. I know what it is to wonder when you're getting your next meal, if somebody's going to bother you and all this other stuff. And then eventually we moved to a room. My mom rented a room. Years. We wow. slept in a twin-size bed together. Wow. Me and her. It was me and her, but we had peace, though. And then eventually she was able to get an apartment. Oh, no, not even an apartment. She got an efficiency. 737 wow. Courthouse Road, Arlington, Virginia. I remember that. Yes, Come on now. <laughs> yeah, Come I mean, on now. And then she got an apartment. And then she got a townhouse. And then she got a regular home. And then she got a bigger home. And now she got a bigger So we have gone through it. So what you see now, you see the manifestation of what God can do. You don't yeah. see all the trials, tribulations, and turmoil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're seeing the end state. So yeah, I'm yeah. It didn't yeah. come with challenges. Yeah, they see the glory. Yeah, but they don't understand the story. They might understand a little bit now because I'm. Telling that's you. right. That's right. But you know, they see Lieutenant Colonel. Yeah. They see you know the twelve, the tri the tribe of Lorefield. Yeah. <laughs> the tribe of Lorefield. You know now I'm known, I'm known as a tribe mom now. <laughs> yes, girl. Yes, girl. But you wear it well. You wear it well. Military career, it came with challenges. 
you know, that man have it. I wasn't supposed to be a lieutenant colonel, but mm, glory be to God. Let me tell you, where much is given, much is required. Yes. Much is given, he, much he is required. Get the now that's supposed to be for a colonel. Say that again. Sitting in a job now that's supposed to be for a colonel. Okay, go on and claim that thing. Claim it, name it, and claim it. He already sitting you there to get you comfortable. Right. And I say mm. all this humbly because I know what it is to cry at night in your quiet space and you know trying to understand why is this happening i'm a good person and i try my best and blah 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 because god said i built you for this yes i need you yes. to walk this walk leslie and nobody else can walk it but you because yes. nobody else is going to be able to tell it but you Ooh. that's right that's right that's right and and when you go through it you the one you are the one who will open your mouth? Somebody else might sit on it right. and wallow in it. Or be but embarrassed I, by it. Or right. what people think. No. Right. I'm an open book. Because but you better know. Somebody. But why are you? Because you know that your destiny is in that thing that God allowed yes. to happen to you. Your destiny is in that thing. And so as long as you sit on it and are quiet. And our like shame and our what do people think? What it's not about what people think. That's right. God allowed it to happen for a reason. Yeah. Not that reason is while you're in it, right? It's for you mm -hmm. during that season. Right. But once you are out of that, it's our responsibility to share it with the I world. Know. You gotta heal from that thing, face it and heal from it. And then move on so that you can help the millions of people who are out there hurting. Yeah. I call so it deal, know that. deal and heal. Mm -hmm. Say that again. Deal and heal. <laughs> deal deal with it. And heal. Yes. Face it. Deal with it. That's right. Heal from it. Do whatever is necessary in order to heal from it. Go get help. Go get coaches. That's the reason this platform is here. Coaches and authors and just God just blessed this platform to have phenomenal speakers and people who are willing to help people who have been through traumatic things in their life and who have healed from it and now are willing. He said, are you willing? Say, I am willing. Yes, Lord. And I am able. So send me. Here am I, Lord. Yeah, yeah. Send me. Mm -hmm. I will go. Yes. And it, and even with the healing part, if I can talk about that for a brief moment, yeah. even if you're not completely healed, you still can open your mouth. Absolutely. And you can talk about, here's my healing process. It's a process. I tell, I tell everybody, listen, Lenders and Levoys, mm. let me tell y'all a key part of my diva treatment. What'd you say, Lenders and Leroy? Leroy's part of my diva treatment. I have a therapist. Yes, that's part of my diva treatment. Did you hear Absolutely. me? Absolutely. Part of me keeping my youth, keeping yes. my center, keeping my yes. attitude about me, my wherewithal about me. I go sit on my therapist's couch as much as I need to, and Absolutely. we can download it. We're gonna talk about it, and we're gonna get some strategies, and we're gonna keep it moving. Absolutely. Absolutely. So for all of you that's out there, hear me. If you need help up here or whatever, please. Right. 
If your heart hurt, you're going to see a cardiologist. If your foot hurt, you're going to see a podiatrist. If you got adenoid issues, you're going to see the ear, nose, and throat doctor. If you got mental challenges, please go to a therapist. It is okay. It is okay. Don't of you to recognize you need assistance and go get it. When your car is broke down, do you just let it sit there? Right. No. You take it to the mechanic. But Absolutely. if you take it to a jack leg, what you gonna get? Jack leg result. Right. <laughs> and that's a great analogy. Once you get the car fixed, then it's something that's called maintenance. Maintenance. Come on now. That's what the therapist is for. Maintenance. Yeah. It don't even have to be nothing wrong with me. I just want to go right. sit on that couch and make sure. To unload. Yes. To unload. Maintenance. You talk to somebody. Maintenance. Diva treatment. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, God is there. Yes. Yes, God is there. But that's the reason he sends people. That's just like saying, well, God is going to fix my car. That's the reason he have the mechanics. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So and faith yeah. not works is dead anyway. We know that. You gotta put some effort behind Ooh, you, say that thing again. Nobody, it's not gonna just fall on you. Faith without works is dead. dead. That's right. We just say, Oh yeah, God's gonna do it. You gotta do your part. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what can you say were those triggers that turned your face to God? Was it those accidents? Was, was it the, the death of your father? Was it where you knew that God was getting your attention after, you know, seeing your parents uh, going through that abuse? And um, let's talk about that just a little I, bit. I can honestly say... I mean, I understand it now more at age 46, but I can honestly say I've always had favor, no matter what was going on. Even as a young girl, I remember I was in Southeast DC going to school and I was a BC student and my mom recognized, oh, no, this is not the environment I want my daughter in because I was starting to fight more often and never got suspended. I don't know how that happened. That's that favor. Mm -hmm. I got so many fights. Mm -hmm. you know, it was kind of like a lean on me movie situation. Oh, girl. It was rough sometimes. But, you know, <laughs> the environment changed and I changed as a result of the environment. I became mm -hmm. moved to Northern Virginia. My mom didn't have a lot, but she did a lot for me. And I became an honor student, remain an honor student ever since. And so right. I just believe that I've always had that covering. Mm -hmm. um, what my experiences, what my trauma did is solidified what was already there. Mm. My mother, she was a church going something and she's a prayer warrior. And you know, don't nobody else pray for you. Your grandmama gonna do it. Mm -hmm. My mom wasn't going to church. I asked her, I remember I was 14 at this point. I said, mom, I would like for us to go to church. She said, okay. So we've been going ever since. Wow. I, yeah, yeah, I was gonna go back. I was gonna say, okay, so where was the the spiritual foundation? Where did that come from? Because you have I, to plant those seeds in your children. Somebody those seeds. Somebody got to plant. He was a Sunday school teacher, and um, my she was um, my grandfather was a deacon. I can't remember if my grandma was a deaconess. I think she was, but 
I definitely, she was heavily involved in summer school. She was my teacher. <laughs> so she was the one that taught me the Lord's Prayer and all that stuff. And so it was ingrained in me as a young girl. I mean, I stayed a year with my grandparents when my parents were going through their transition. I stayed with mm -hmm. them when I was in third grade. And so that's, that, that's what I would say. Eight years old, I was in third grade. And that's where I began to learn who God was and didn't understand it all necessarily. <laughs> Matter of fact, one of my good friends back then, she was about five. I was eight. And I remember the Holy Spirit got a hold of her. I remember like it was yesterday. Wow. Yes, ma'am. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's and powerful. so that part has always stuck with me. Um, and then, you know, just like I said, when I got older and became a teenager and really was just starting to figure some things out, I told my mom, hey, I want us to go to church in our lives. I mean, we've both, we've always been covered. We were yeah. talking about the other day, my mom and I, we've always been covered all the way to going to college. You know, I had no money to go to school. I had to get scholarships. Wow. And I was supposed to go to this number two school in Virginia. You know, this is where I was going. And the money fell through at the last minute. And I mean, last minute, like June, you know, you go to college in August. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to go to school. And this my college where I went kept sending us paperwork and we kept throwing it away because it was a small school. We never heard of it. So we would throw the paper away. Well, my mom ended up getting a speeding ticket in the town where the college was. <laughs> she was inside for the college out of all places to get a speeding ticket. And I'm in the small town of Lawrenceville, Virginia, one stoplight. I kid you not, one stoplight. So she saw the sign. It's during the business week. She drives on campus. She talks to the people. She said, hey, my daughter, blah, blah, blah. Here are her credentials, whoop, whoop, whoop. And they said, oh, your daughter is eligible for a scholarship. Long story short, not only did I get a full ride, come on, somebody, I got refund checks. What? What did you say? <laughs> I got academic full ride, I had track scholarship, ROTC scholarship came my sophomore year, and I was getting all these other scholarships. So I was getting refund checks. I didn't pay not a penny. That I took out because I was a knucklehead. I ain't no better. You know, they get wow. you when you do five thousand dollars. I was like, really? I didn't need that. Wow. Wow. But yeah, God. I pay nothing for school. So that's what I mean when I say favor. Absolutely. I went from ha having a clue how I was gonna go to school, end up going to school, school I never heard of, mm -hmm. and I would not change it. Wow. Still in contact today with one of my professors on speed dial on my text. Look message. at God. Mm -hmm. Look at God. So let me ask you this. Did you always want to have 12 children? Oh, you know, this is such a famous question. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently in college, I don't remember this. And I'm telling the God honest truth. But apparently I must have said it more than once because different people have told me the same thing that I mentioned. I wanted 10 kids. I, I, I don't know. But, you know, <laughs> who knew? Who would have thunk it? It was one of those things. I want one. He want one. We both want one. Yeah. Here they are. <laughs> Voila. Voila. I mean, I just get lonely sometimes, you know, because it was just me and my mom. And I'm like, oh, I wish I had a sibling, you know. So I don't know if that had anything to do with it. I don't know. Yeah. But I do appreciate my solitude. And that may be because it was just, I'm like, I just want my alone time, you know? Yes, yes, yes. Now, who would be the perfect person to 
to be able to train other people when you have all of these things going on. You're talking about Lieutenant Colonel. You're talking about a wife. You're talking about 12 children. When do you have time? When did you have time to go get certified as a speaker, a coach, uh, and all these other things, these all these phenomenal things that you are doing that God is just doing, doing, doing in your life? And uh, just to be able to reach back and help other people because somebody else who be in your position, you're still in young motherhood. And where do you find the time to help the world and, you know, eliminate some excuses for some people? <laughs> Come on now, excuse the tool of incompetence that builds a monument of nothingness. Come Those on people now. often specialize in them, so seldom amount to anything. So I'm never that girl to make an excuse. This is the no excuse zone. Anyone that knows me knows that's my slogan. This is the no excuse zone. So, you know, I don't minimize other people's thresholds. Everyone have their own threshold, but you will you will make the time for what's important to you. Mm. I've had to. Re reroute, reassess, and I still do. Um, it may be a season of thinking, of, you know, writing a book, or it may be a season of speaking, or you know, so it's seasonal as well. So I can't do all of it at once necessarily. I yeah. have to prioritize. Okay, what's going to have the most impact right now? What's the yeah. most important thing right now? Yeah. Um, and I'm constantly reassessing. Um, even now I was going over my schedule saying, okay, I need to make sure I put an hour here for this and an hour here for that. Make sure, you know, make sure the kids are straight, make sure the house is good and make sure I have my own time because I'm huge on self-care. I will do self-care. Yeah. I'm not whole. It's nothing I can do for anybody else anyway. If you so are I not. Tell people you have to be deliberate and intentional about your schedule. You manage your schedule. And we didn't even talk about the job. Right. So, you know, you just got to, you just have to. Now, am I saying it's easy to do? No, 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 no. It takes effort. It takes a lot of methodical thinking on my part and just a lot of constant reassessing. And I don't believe in balance. To me, that's yeah. I'll just talk about for me. I can't, you know, I don't want to impose on anybody else's thoughts. This It's never going to be this. Something's going to always so it's called prioritization. Mm. Just like an emergency room doctor, they triage their patients. Wow. If it's red, it's life-threatening. Get to them now. If it's yellow, it's urgent, but it's not you know, it's not going to kill you per se. And if it's green, it can sustain and maintain until you're able to get to it. Yeah. That's triaging. That's prioritizing. I love that. Most important to what can wait. Same thing in your life. Triage your life. That's good. Prioritize your life and use this, this um analogy of the emergency room doctor and what they have. That is real good. Mm-hmm. That is real sometimes good. Sometimes you gotta have you have glass balls, you have rubber balls. The rubber balls just let them bounce, let them bounce, 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 bounce. Glass balls, you know you can't drop them, they're gonna shatter. Mm. Yeah. Take care of the glass balls. Ooh, you dropping some jewels right here. Can wait. I call them golden bricks. 
<laughs> but it's not easy. And those that are listening, please don't think, oh, it's just, no. I have journals, calendars, my iPhone, alarms, all kinds of things. And I even have someone that I call her my EA, where she actually helps me with my calendar. I have a personal one and I have one at my job job. And I could not do it without those individuals managing my schedule for me. At work, ma'am, we have X, Y, Z. At home, Leslie, don't forget, kids got da 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 da. You know, so I don't do it all by myself. Yeah, I, I need one of them. Get get a have a village, and you know, you do what you you do what you can do. Um, and you just like um, you know, you got to eat, right? You know, you got to have gas in the car. You know, it may be a situation where you have to have someone to come and help you, and you put that in your budget. That's good. Because this this is how I'm able to keep sane. I would yes. be crazy. Yes. I would be in the crazy house. Let's just keep it real. Yeah. A lot of babies up in here, a lot of different personalities and needs. And mommy, I need, I need, I need. And then wait, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, I'll get to you. Like right now, I'm literally locked in my basement in my she she room, I call it. In my, yeah. room, in my rooms. And I'm locked in here. They're upstairs. <laughs> No, mommy's gonna, but that's not to say they're not gonna come try to bum rush. So, guess what? They can't get in my door. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's beautiful. Give this my undivided attention. So, absolutely intentional about it. Yeah, because so many people seek God in it to God. I'm feeling, you know, He's not the author of confusion, right? I'm say that again. He is not. So, I'm feeling confused. I'm feeling scatterbrained. I'm feeling whatever. Help center me. That's one thing I love about Betty Jewel Slater. I tell you what, she is a prayer warrior. I was going through trying to get my little workshop and all this other stuff together. I'm like, oh my God, Miss Betty. And she she would talk me through whatever. And then in the end, she would deliver this beautiful prayer. It worked every time. Thank you, Miss Betty. Yes, she is amazing. <laughs> if you don't know. Yeah. She is amazing. So it, a village. It takes a village because you're not you're not going to always be able to do everything in your own might. You're going to have to ask for help sometimes, and yes. it's okay. Yes, absolutely. It's okay. Absolutely. Because you can't do it all alone. And if you just drop your pride and ask for help, you know, then you'll be able to do a whole lot more because there are so many um, mothers or young mothers who just get overwhelmed with just one child and one job and they don't think that they can do anything else you better go drink you some tea give it to the lord first and foremost give it mm -hmm. to the lord go drink you some tea keep you some me time mm -hmm. prioritize mm -hmm. that life people ask that, me, I was like, hey, you still travel and do this and that and yes oh honey you are the poster child. I love it. You inspire me. I'm like, ooh. No, you just doing the thing. Well, another thing I would say, and I hope to help somebody, you have to dispel the limiting beliefs. You have to get the voices out your head that I can only do X, Y, Z. Quit putting limits on yourself. Yes. Yes. God is a limit. He is a limitless God. I can do all things. All. All, things. all. Not some, but all. Wow, that's ironic. That's the scripture. But not through you. Today. You can't do it alone. You can't that's do right. it through you. Mm -hmm. You can do all things through 
Christ, Christ. who gives who you strength. My goodness. He is the joy of your strength. He is where you gain your strength. Yep. So don't think that you can do it. If you, that's the reason you think is that you can't do it. Right. Because you're depending and relying on yourself. Yes. Say it again for the people in the back. <laughs> yes. You're trying to do it yourself. You cannot. I can do all things through who? Christ. Christ who yes. gives me strength. You don't get your strength from yourself. Yeah. That's a problem. That's it. But That's most of us walk around here like, I got it. Right. And listen, full disclosure. Listen, Lindas and Leroy's, I'll get in a, a zone where I'm like, okay, Leslie, you got to da, 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 da. And I forget, you know what? You didn't talk to God about that. That's pro That's what's wrong with you. Yeah. So I have to reel myself in and say, okay, God, I need you to recenter me, please. You show me where my focus needs to be at this time. Right. And right. he'll do that. Right. So let's talk about uh, the triumphs. I mean, we have just given mm -hmm. God glory all through this testimony. Yeah, this has just been phenomenal. Awesome, like that. <laughs> Woo! This has been phenomenal. So let's talk about the glory. How God got you from point A to point Z. Let's see how. Um, a big part of it, I had to be obedient. First, I had to be quiet and listen. Block out the noise. That's, again, when you're trying to do things in your own might and you're not seeking him. So first mm. thing I first had to do, be quiet, be right. still, and listen. And sometimes mm -hmm. that required me to put everything down. Take a hiatus, taking several. Um, and then after he shows me, okay, I want you to do X, Y, Z, then I have to be obedient. I'll give you a great example. And I want you to know you are part, you, you're a big part of my obedience right now. God sent you to me to show me some things. So I said, Miss Pam wow. gets up every morning at six o'clock. To wow. read the word. And she'd been doing this for 20 years, 365 days, sometimes 66, depending on what year we're talking about. Right, right. And I was just like, oh my gosh. So I can't remember if it was before or after. I think it might have been after um when I was out of town and you and I spoke at length. A girlfriend of mine shared this prayer with me called Command the Morning. Yes, Lord. She sent it to me, and one day I just sat in my car before I went to work, and I read it. I was like, oh, my, this prayer is, whoop. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, you're going to say that prayer every morning. Wait, <laughs> what you say? Huh? God, you know I'm a morning person? Won't you know the biggest thing? I can't, oh, help me, God. I can't, I'm the one. Somebody put it on Facebook. Some people set their alarm for 630. Other 630, 635, 640, 645, snoozing. That's me. I can't stand the mornings. I said, really, God? Then he said 730, Eastern Standard Time. Wait, what? It can't be 8 o'clock. So, okay, Monday through Friday. <laughs> Monday through Friday. No, every day. Weekends included. What? The one time I just sleep in on a Saturday? Right, <laughs> right, right. Let me tell you something. 
I have been so blessed because I've been obedient. And not only that, people are starting to realize she's on here really every morning. To the point yesterday, I was 15 minutes delayed because my routine changed and I had to drop the humans off, all of that. And I was getting inbox messages. Leslie, I don't see you. <laughs> Won't God do it? Won't so now it? it's spreading. Folks are on there. And it, I'm noticing it's starting to grow, grow, grow. And, you know, he'll give me a nugget. I'll drop the nugget. And then we'll command that morning with the same prayer every morning. I told the people, eventually, you're going to memorize it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's powerful, too. Girl. <laughs> girl. I, I chime in. You know what I'm saying? I chime in. I'm like, yes. You better do the thing. Obedience is better than sacrifice, okay? But he he also commands us to be a living sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. So to your point, how he got me from A to B, listening and then being obedient. You have to be, you have to turn that listening ear. You have to. If you want the blessings of God, if you want... To stop being beat. When you stop wanting them beatings, you know what I'm saying? You're going to get tired before you get tired. That's the truth. Right, right. When you (laughs) get tired and want peace in your life, then you're going to start listening. Okay, Lord, what? Okay, I'm I'm like, okay, girl. Lord, I'm your girl. Okay, what you want me to do? What you want me to do now? Goals in my sneakers. I'm doing yeah, I have holes in my sneakers and my oh, feet empty. on fire. I feel like I'm rocking on hot lava rocks. Okay, God, I hear you. Yes, what indeed. What is it that you need me to do? I'm saying oh. yes because I'm tired of running. I'm exhausted. Right. Who Here is this? My Lord, send me. I will go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your girl. I'm your girl. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So I would say that's how he's been able to help usher me from point A to point B. I had to do Leslie's part, though, which means I of had course. to do then I had of to be Yes. This has been so awesome. I just love you to pieces. I love you to pieces. I love you to pieces. So I have three questions that I always ask at the end of each and every um, interview. So the first one is, what are you most grateful for? Oh my life and that I still have it. The fact that I'm still here, the fact that my children are still here. Yeah. You know, a, a wise star major and for the civilians that don't understand, you have E1 to E9 on the enlisted side of the military and a star major is an E9, so they're the mm-hmm. highest ranking non-commissioned officer. And me, I think I was a major, which is like mid-grade. And he told me, ma'am, if you don't remember anything else, don't sweat the small stuff and everything is small. Mm. Don't That's sweat the small stuff. With me. You said don't sweat the small, small stuff because everything is small. And everything is small. That's what he said. That has stuck with me wow. for at least 10 years. And wow. so with that, knowing that we survived some horrific accidents, yeah. You know, exactly. I'm not, you know, again, I'm not minimizing people's trauma. Sure. But I am trying to offer a perspective instead of looking at. Don't even look at your cup half empty. Right. Half full. And then step further, your cup is overflowing. Right. It don't look like it is, but it is. Right. Exactly. 
speak that thing and, and walk in that. My cup still overfloweth because I woke up today. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. My dad not here to tell his story. I'm still here to tell it. So praise God. And everything is small. <laughs> Absolutely. That was good. That was good. Question number two. What is your definition of peace? Peace? P-E-A-C-E. How do you define peace? <sighs> peace. I would say it could be absolute chaos surrounding you and you're kind of like kermit sipping on tea i'm just gonna let that go right on by me when bad things happen don't follow it Mm. (laughs) Mm, that's good you know um having a sense of serenity about you regardless of what's happening it's like a calming yeah type of atmosphere that's how I would describe peace. Like wow. you said, right there at the gate of heaven. Just nothing is going to derail you, disturb your spirit. That's why I command that morning. Yes. And, and the only place you can get that from is from God. Yeah. Yeah. The third question is, what are some of the things that you do to maintain your sense of peace, whether it's daily rituals that you do, whether it's um, uh, things that you would recommend and share with our audience to help maintain their peace so that, you know, taking them from their broken pieces into a life of peace. What are some things that you can recommend to our audience today? I think um, the first thing that anyone will have to do it has to start from within. You have to be honest with yourself and where you are. Mm-hmm. And then once you can identify with that, then you can put in, you know, strategies, things, i.e., getting a massage, seeing a therapist. Sometimes, like if my family, I have to tell them, I love y'all, but I'm not doing y'all today. I'll see you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And go in a place by myself and regroup. Um, but being honest with where you are, I think a lot of us, we tend to put on a mask, and, you know, mm. all put together. Mm. No, boo-boo. no, boo-boo. You're broken pieces. So in order to find your peace, you need to recognize that you're broken. Yes. Okay. And know that there are ways for you to be put back together and be, be restored. Yes. Than you were in the first place. But practical things, um, I sometimes I put on YouTube, I put like um, massaging music or re- relaxation music, and I just sit, shut my brain off because it goes. Yes, yes. Off and allow yourself to just be. Sit on the porch sometimes, listen to the birds chirp, appreciate the small things, look at the leaves and how green they are. You, you mean know, to tell me that. after everything that you have going on in your life, you have time to look at some leaves? <laughs> I need to make more time to look at some leaves. That's right. That's right. I go outside my door and I just stand there. And I'm like, God, I thank you for the simple things. Like I have a big yeah. cornfield in the back of my house. And I just stare at the cornfield. I'm like, wow, this is how corn is made. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, you know, we go to the store and pick up the corn off, but I get to actually see how it's made. Yes. 
the simple thing. Yeah. Just being grateful in the moment. In the moment, yeah. Absolutely. Being content. Being mean, content, yes. But be content with whatever you are. And whatever that's you're going it. to temporary. It's like that's, that's it. gone. The storm Don't forget. Happen. Don't forget. First thing in the morning, give it to God. Yeah. And the so storm that he can happen. order your steps yes. throughout the day. You can't just get up and just start moving. No. Because you're going to have chaos through your day. Yep. And I know that's probably why God's like, I need you to get up every morning. <laughs> Say that prayer. Absolutely. I don't sit here and proclaim, yep, I got up every morning and I prayed. And I, no, I would get up. Okay, kids, let's go. Okay, you got school. You're going this way. You're going to, you forgetting your back. Get your back. Put your, get your books out. You know, sometimes the mornings would start off that way. No, my mornings start off right here on Facebook, commanding the morning. Then I go about my day and I have found that it has just, it's already. Just doing the day, no day. come like little gnats. They want to bother you. I'm like, oh, no. I commanded my morning already, which means I commanded my day. Nope, you're not about to do that. Yes. Wait till you start inviting those children and your family to command the morning with you. Mm. Watch that. My goodness. Watch that happen and watch the peace. Mm. Watch God do his thing. God, in your household, in Come your on. family, in your children, watch it, mm, experience mm, it. Mm, mm, mm. Yes, I'm so excited. Going to something, girl. <laughs> That's brilliant. God is um, so awesome like that. He is awesome like that. He is definitely awesome like that. And you know that's what we're here for is to encourage others to you know get to the next level to get to the next step to the next step and to let them know that God is here and he is willing and he is able yeah he and is willing I, and he is able can I say one more thing sure I'm just glad to say it so for those of you that's out there if you have that book that podcast, that thing that you've been going to school, get you to whatever that is, stop sitting on it. Everything you need is in you already. Exactly. You just gotta believe that you can do it. Stop sitting on it. And I'm talking from experience. I sat on a lot. Yes. And then I wonder whose blessing did I block? Mm. I didn't go forward with what I know I need to be doing. Mm. Don't do that. That's get out good. there. Move. Be confident. You got it. You got it. You got it. And there's a neighborhood of people that's willing to help you. Absolutely. Move quickly. That's good. Don't sit on it. Yep. And just faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Yes. So if he put it in you, okay, you're not getting those thoughts and those dreams and those um, ideas from your little great mind. Okay, that's the Holy Spirit putting these things, these downloads in you. So that means that they're in you. You have it in you and he's giving you the confidence to do it. So just start moving and then not knowing how to get it done. Just start moving and he will start putting people provisions for the thing. 
I eat like I'm sitting here talking to Miss Pam, my new big sister <laughs> from another sister. I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. He will put the people, the places, the things, everything that you need in your path for that vision. He will make provision for the vision. Success fest. For those who oh, don't know. Oh, no, oh, no. oh, oh, I, oh, my God. Oh, see how she look. Look at that expression. Everybody, we have to do a shout out for Success Fest. Yeah, it's coming in October, and oh, this is man. perfect because you know this is where we met. And yeah. when I tell you, everybody who has the experience of Success Fest, Betty Slater, Betty yeah. Jules Slater, I mean, mm -hmm. all these phenomenal people that we met have the same um, uh, expression. What did you just do? Oh my God. Oh my God. Words can't even, it's indescribable. It's just mind blowing. <laughs> and it yeah. still is. <laughs> Y'all better watch and participate. When you see it come through, when you see it come through your, um, the ads or whatever, the links, mm -hmm. get on it. Mm -hmm. Get on it and have the experience. Yes. And watch God move. Free, free 99 to come and be richly blessed. Free 99. To be enriched. Just free 99. Free 99. But you getting what you're getting is priceless. My goodness. Ooh. Price tag on that. Oh, wow. Just mm -hmm. wow. Yeah. I'm still listening to speakers. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm glad yes. that it's a podcast. I go back and listen to everybody. Exactly. Oh, it's it's so wow. Good. It's wow backwards. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, it has been such an amazing uh, time that we have spent with you today, it's my dear. My pleasure. Yes. My pleasure. And you definitely exemplify who wouldn't serve a God like this? Who, who wouldn't? Oh, he's so awesome. He's so good to us. Absolutely. Even on trial, he's still there. Absolutely. And when you start, yes. When you start praising him for your trials and tribulations that he chose you to go through that, you have to understand that your trials come to make you strong. And he is, you know, the one who allowed that to come in your life to build your strength. And he knows that you are equipped to handle it. Count it all joy. Count it all joy when you go through your test of trials. It's only a test of your faith. Don't fail your test. My goodness. I'm trying Don't to pass them all, honey. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Because the quicker you pass that test, then you get to the next level. It's amazing. It is amazing. But with that said, it has been a joy spending this time with you. And I appreciate, we thank everyone for uh, joining us today and spending this time with us. We pray that you uh, there's something that was said was, you know, resonated with you. If you want to get in touch with Lieutenant Colonel Leslie Lattimore Lorfield, do you have any uh, events or you want to uh, promote your book or do you have an event that's coming up? So in reference to the book, um, we there's a, a nonprofit that one of my sorority sisters started a year ago called Top Fight Defense. And it's for women veterans, by women veterans. I was actually just honored um, at the end of August. But I serve as the Maryland State Ambassador and the Secretary. So if women are anxious to help 
other women, let me know. Um, don't have any particular events coming up. And as far as the book launch, it's called Why I Serve. That's four mm. times. So more to follow on that. But I yeah. definitely encourage anyone, if you're feeling like you're scatterbrained and you're all over the place, you don't have enough time in the day to get it done, I'm your girl. I'm your number one solution to help you to conquer the overwhelm. So, you know, just go to girlonlinethatlife.com. We'll, we'll have a discovery call and we'll see how far this takes us. Fantastic. Yes. So go to www.girlorganizethatlife.com www.girlorganizethatlife.com. All right. So with that said, make sure you join us back here in the morning, 6 a.m. Central Standard Time, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and 4 a.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, or wherever you join us in the world, because we do have a far reach by the grace of God. Yeah. We have people from all over, Australia, um, Israel, Nigeria, Italy, Same. God is good. God is good. He is so good. And so I definitely look forward to seeing you all back here for another uh, Bible reading where we read the entire Bible in 365 days. And then, hey, go over and join Leslie when she commands the morning. That morning prayer is phenomenal. Find her on Facebook, okay, at Leslie. Lattimore Lower Fields, okay? And I will put the link in um, in the replay, all right, so that you all will have direct access. You can just click on the link and get straight to her, all right? And so thank you all once again, and then join me next, back here next week where we will have another phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal speaker. I'm telling you, y'all don't want to miss it. You all don't want to miss it. Yeah. Angel is coming. Angel is coming. Just know that. Come on, Angel. Angel is coming. Y'all don't even know that this nine-year-old baby Come on now. is a cancer survivor. Oh my God. And is an author. Come on now. Two books. Out of the mouths of babes. Blessing the masses. The no excuse zone, grown Y'all better get ready. Baby that's making mountains move. Y'all better get ready. Y'all ain't ready. Miss Angel next week, I'll be tuning in for sure. Y'all are not ready. Y'all are not ready. It's amazing. Not only him, but he has a phenomenal woman of God as a mother, and he, his siblings are the same. Kingdom family. My goodness. Pretty amazing. And so we definitely look forward to that episode as well. All right. So with that said, thank you all so much for tuning in to another Who Wouldn't Serve a God Like This. We look forward to seeing you all back here first thing in the morning if it's the Lord's will. Bye for now.